Yo, bring it back. Here's what you've missed on the bright side. We are joined in the studio with Desmond Tan, and he is a commercial films director, husband, father of two monkeys. <laughs> I know that feeling. I've got three. And the executive producer at Atypical Films. Now, he is here because he is a two-time stage for colorectal cancer survivor since 2019. You've gone through 20 cycles of chemotherapy to surgeries. One is involving the highly innovative procedure known as HIPEC, uh, is that pronounced that way? Which greatly increases survivability for cancer patients. Now, apart from running the company, mentoring others, he continues to stay highly active and to film commercials. And he hopes to shoot his first feature film sooner than later. We welcome Desmond Tan. Hey. Welcome. Good morning. Desmond, thank you so much for joining us. It's uh, Cancer Month. October is, uh, yeah, the month of cancer awareness. And we definitely you t- appreciate you taking your time to be here I mean that must have been such a massive journey for you yeah. uh, we want to learn from you this morning so that's right sharing. it's all about getting into that battle mindset for conquering cancer now I want to share a little bit about how I came across your story we're friends we've worked together before uh, filmed something together but I was just uh, the, like the extra mm, the calife uh, the calife yes. uh. <laughs> but I've always been following Desmond and uh, suddenly he was posting up you know about his cancer journey you know Desmond it was amazing you were so candid about it. There were pictures of you just stripped down, showing just how the disease had impacted your body. And I am just amazed how you, you know, just willed yourself, steeled yourself with this battle mindset to conquer your cancer, and not once, but twice. So can you tell us this? How did this whole journey begin? And why did you choose to be so open and sharing it with everyone? Well, in 2019, um, I was at pretty much at the height of my career. I was busy, I was working, I was shooting a lot of commercials. Um, and then the the poop thing came, right? Uh, we had I had irregular bowel habits. Right. There was a sharp pain in my abdomen. Oh. And yes, there was blood in the poop, which kind of went on for a while. And you kind of always think, yeah, okay, I spent a little bit too long, you know, surfing TikTok on the toilet bowl. Right? And you think <laughs> that it's pals. And right, you think right, that, right. Uh, guys, it's not always that. So um, after a while, I decided to get a checkup, a colonoscopy. And then after that, that's when the doctor said, yeah, you have a tumour. I'm like, tumour? Tumour means what? Tumour is cancer? Is that same, same? Right, right, And right. we kind of all have that little inkling of what it is. But until you really have it, that's when you really deep dive. Sure. Um, and then that was... After that, was a whole flurry of activity, finding out about my insurance package, mm, what am I covered, yeah. um, how far have I gone in terms of the cancer, what staging it is. And that was a whole huge ball of emotion after that. Sure. Um, after that, I decided to share it yeah. um, uh, with a lot of, with, with everybody I knew on Facebook uh, because I started getting, having to give a lot of updates to friends. Mm. Ah. So instead of texting everybody, my wife said, hey, why don't you just put one time on Facebook lah? <laughs> so, so you were kind of like documenting it as well on Facebook because exactly. that's what you do you make documents and yeah, films there ah. you go yeah so I decided to start writing and the writing never stopped and um, I started to chronicle the whole journey and it got great results people were helped and the thing that was beautiful was that people started forwarding it to other friends who were going through the same thing mm. and, and it greatly encouraged them so I just kept writing 
That's true, though. You know, it always helps to hear from someone who's going through the experience for us to really, really understand. And it helps us. You yes. Know? If, if a newly diagnosed patient were to come aboard, and I think if he or she read, you know, Desmond's post, his story, in a way they get some comfort. They also get some way of navigating through this very, very complex journey. You know, I think also because even yeah. if we are not going through it ourselves, we know of someone. Mm. We know of a loved one, a family member, a grandparent, a parent, a sibling. And and uh, sometimes that puts you at risk as well if it's yes. in your family oh, yeah, of contracting the disease, right? Uh, and that actually runs in my family too. Oh. So I wish we were Facebook friends. Uh, there was a time when I was also scared of this. Uh, but can you tell us what was the mindset that you wanted to adopt? Because some people adopt a very fatalistic mindset. You know, mm. the end is near, the sky is falling and that's it. Yeah. You know, that's my life. I'm going to prepare for the end. What did you do? Um... Well, to begin with, it wasn't all, you know, big and roses and also nice. Uh, to begin with, and uh, I did the same thing. We cried. We mm-hmm. cried a lot. You know, my wife and I, we, we railed with clenched fists against the sky. And that's a good thing. It's, it's a release. Mm. But after you cry, you spend a week crying and then there's not, no, le- no tears left. And then you get to work. And okay. that's why my doctor said to me, said, he said the first thing is, hey, it's not a death sentence. Mm. Uh, are you willing to work with me? We're going to start right wow. now. So let's go. You know? So that's what it is. And people often say, oh, you've got to fight cancer. But what does that really mean? Yeah. That's right. You that's know? right. What it's not like you can put on a pair of boxing gloves and come on, man. You, exactly. in the you can't? <laughs> ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you wish you could literally beat cancer into submission. But what can you do? You okay. know? I know it's, we all know it's metaphorical. Yeah. So then... You know, after a couple of months, I realized that fighting cancer really means number one, kind of subjecting yourself to what the people who know better mm. uh, their advice, the doctors okay. and all, right? So they say, okay, do this, take this, eat this. Okay, can I'm compliant. I make sure I keep to the schedule. Um, my wife also said one thing to me: take ownership of my own disease. Wow, that's right? powerful. That's powerful. That kind of rocked me out because at one point I was like the man with the man flu, right? <laughs> <laughs> because I was like, oh, I'm in all this pain. Oh, I'm sure, putting, sure, I got stage sure. four cancer. Have pity on me. But at some point, it's enough of that. And she said, wake up, take ownership. That's you- a very enlightened statement, I got to say. Yeah. Yeah. Your wife is like a whole nother level. Yes. Yeah. How yeah. did that affect you? How did that make you jump into action? Then I realized that, yes, as much as I have a whole village to look after me, mm-hmm. uh, I had to do things for myself as well because ah, people yeah. can't be looking after me 24-7. I'm a grown adult, yo. Yeah. <laughs> we are going to talk more about this incredible journey, hear more about how your wife was involved in the journey as well. We're going to jump onto Facebook Live. Head on over to facebook.com slash 1FM913. Join us. Just off air, he was taking time to appreciate all the women in his life that, has, that have helped him through the struggle, you know, from the female doctors and nurses, the whole room he said during his medical procedure were women. So yeah, for the second that surgery, was a sign. Right? That was a sign. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Desmond, you said, you know, literally, women saved my life. Mm. Oh, mm. wow. So I asked this question about some of the struggles you faced, you know, as you battled with the disease. For example, you mentioned there's just so much literature, right? So much people are, you know, everyone's got good intentions trying to help you. What was that like? Overwhelming. Uh, a little bit confusing and it's hard to tell people thank you but I'm not going to take that right so that's a tough thing um, because it comes with a lot of heart yes of course yes so I think we, we take what we need um, and that's 
the good vibes, you know, the rainbows and the unicorns that's yeah. coming our way. <laughs> take it, take it. It's all good, yo. Um, and and kind of remember that. So that's where the journaling, journaling comes in because uh, then yeah. when you write it all down, whether it's on Facebook, on your, on your own journal, sure. and then when the times are a little bit bad and then you kind of read through it and you go like, okay, you're loved. You, you've, people have got your back. Yeah. You know? So that's good. But just on the practical level, yep. um, I, I taught myself with the help of my, my wife, of course, to kind of read through some medical journals okay. because you want to cut through the clutter. You want yeah. to cut through the listicles on Facebook. Yeah. Mm. The five ways to beat cancer. I yep. mean, are you There serious? is no shortcut though. There isn't. And there's so much literature out there. Yeah. So you have to kind of almost go to the source and go like, oh, actually this was actually a random trial of only 10 people. And they say <laughs> it's good. Uh, oh dear. You know, and but but because, um, well, news outlets mm. or or. or would actually take that as a headline. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. And take it as you would, but you do need to have a responsibility to yourself mm. to dig a little bit deeper. Yeah, you and that's where you go. do the research. Exactly. That's taking ownership, lah, mm. pretty much. Yeah. yeah. What was the one thing that kept you calm and centered during this difficult mm. time? Oh, this app. <laughs> it's I, a great app. I, I, I kid the you. The music is fantastic. Yeah. No, I kid Ooh. you not. There was an app called Insight Timer that I used. Okay. Yeah. So I would. and Insight Timer. Insight timer. Insight timer. That's okay. Right. So it, you you turn it on. You put like thirty minutes, and it goes. <laughs> I want it. I kid you not. So sitting in the chair in chemotherapy can be tough. It's yeah. five yeah. hours being there. I can't watch Netflix because that makes me sick. Oh really? Yeah, okay. moving images kind of oh, like right. just makes you go a little wonky. I see. Yeah. So listening to podcast music also makes me you know funky. Yeah. Okay. Um. So then I found Insight Time. I've never been a huge meditation person, and I don't. I don't know if I did meditation per se. I did mm-hmm. certainly try, but the app really helped me to kind of center myself. Wow. Um, and then I also did go to a hypnotherapist at one point. Mm. Interesting. Yes. And uh, the hypnotherapist taught me to have a trigger. So now when I put my, my thumb and my index finger together, I'm trained to bring myself into a happy place. Oh, wow. Oh, that's really good. I like that. Yes. Very go practical my happy tip. Place. Hey, yes. come back, come back. You're in a happy place here <laughs> on the bright side. It's your <laughs> other happy place. My happy place was a forest with greenery in the forest of Ireland. Oh, beautiful. That can bring an immediate sense of peace and calm, actually. Someone yeah. taught me that as well. Exactly. To just picture your, your favorite place somewhere where you feel totally relaxed and at ease. Yeah. And, uh, so it's a lot of visualization, yeah. really. But I really like what you're sharing here. I think this is useful for just you know everyone mm. every day mm. and I love how you're always trying to bring in you know that positivity you know into your fight getting into that battle mindset I mean how what was that you know in, how do you include all that positivity as you journey through you know your cancers two twice stage four wow how do I bring that po- you know what um, I have I actually have a nickname called Doomsday Des. Oh, sorry? What? No way. I, no, really. Doomsday Des. My wife calls me Doomsday Des. Is that your alter ego? It no. is. The, <laughs> so, prior to cancer, prior to 2019, um, because I've been in film production for so long, tw- yep. this is this is my 23rd year in film production. Wow. wow. Um, being a film producer, director, you are trained to think of all the worst case scenarios. Right. Like, if I fly, I will wear my shoes. Okay. Right, because if you crash, you then can you run. F- you can run, exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. So it's it's a hard task to kind of reverse that line of thinking to yeah, oh everything yeah, is going yeah, yeah. bad to yeah. like okay I have to believe that things will be okay, okay. Um, because of the why 
so once I go down to the Y, which is you know my my two boys, my wife, um, the village around me, um, and it's not much. It's really that. Um, then you decide to okay, I've got to do this because there is a reason for mm. being. Yeah. That's powerful. We're going to jump back on Facebook Live. If you have any questions, comment on our Facebook video or you can drop us a WhatsApp at 88550913. The conversation continues. Actually, uh, Desmond, I wanted to know right now, you said you made a lot of lifestyle changes. Three of them were, you know, um, exercise, uh, diet, you know, your nutrition and also controlling your stress. But what, how do you control your stress? Yeah. You know, what is the response uh, to any stressor or trigger in your life now? Oh, wow. That's that's a huge one. Oh, I, I think I am a natural worrier. Ah, I am. Because yeah. you were doomsday Desmond. I'm doomsday Des, right? <laughs> so I'm, I'm a natural worrier. I still am. I mean, that's kind of in my programming. Yeah. Right? So the difficult part is really kind of, again, centering oneself sure. and going like, okay, this is one of the small things. Don't sweat the small things. Mm. What is the big thing? The big thing is, okay, don't let the cortisol level, don't get the stress level get high. Then oh. when I feel like I'm going to hulk out, right? Like become the, the hulk. <laughs> hulk smash. I know, right? When you're going to okay, yeah, hulk smash. Yeah, you can smash. feel it, yeah. Yeah, you can feel it. And it makes you feel powerful and strong. And, you know, when the kids are doing their thing and you go like, <laughs> no! It, first, oh. it's a bad reflection and a bad example to the kids. And secondly, sure. it doesn't does no help to your own stress. And yeah. you kind of kick back and you go like, okay, this is not helping anyone, especially myself. So there is a point where I have to be a little bit selfish. Mm. Um, again, the wife said, <laughs> for the first time in your life, in, in your 40 over years of life, can you please be a little bit more selfish and selfless? Ayoh, so because sweet. all my life, especially in film production, I give, give, give. Yes, right? yes, I always yes. make concessions and I, and I say, okay, what do you need? How, how can I help you? Right. Yeah. And I have often paid that price with my own convenience, health and oh, energy gosh. level. Um, and that's just you know my programming it's self-sacrificial lah, mm. right and there is meaning in that and I still find meaning in that but there is a point when I'm go where now I have to go like okay I have a meeting later I have to do this 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 but wait hang on I need to look after myself first. So the oxygen mask yeah. got to be on me first before I can look after others. Mm. Ooh, very yeah. good. So that's, very that's good. a big thing, right? So I will go for that run. I will I will do that meditation. I will do that ah. hit because I need to look after my body because if I don't, I can't look after the rest of you guys. Right, wow. So that's that's important. Oh my goodness, yeah. I love that. Thank yeah. you for saying that. You know, because um, it's like as if you're giving the license to everyone tuning in Put yourself first and it's okay. It's yeah. not selfish. No. Yeah. In fact, it's doing a lot of good for yourself and those loved ones around you, mm. their employees and all that. Yeah, then you can go the oh. distance and you can tahan. Yeah. If not, then, you know, if your body breaks down and you really have that one body, then yeah. how do you carry that load? Whether it's your family and we are the sandwich generation, right? Mm. We have to look after the kids and the grandparents and the work. That's a lot of load. That's a sense of duty that comes with being it Asian is. sometimes. It's an Asian thing. Yeah. Yes. And then you, you realize that, you know, this duty comes with a lot of consequence and repercussion. Yeah. And we have to stop and think about, hey, what does self-love, self-care look like actually exactly. in the midst of all of this? Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for reframing that, actually. Yeah. Uh, putting things into perspective for us. Now, I want to know this. Mm. What's next for you in life? That first featured film you mentioned, the first sooner not film. later. Sooner not later. We're in, right? We're in it, right? <laughs> We're at you. Oh my Kelly gosh! Kelly Fair. Yeah. No, no, it's called the bright side. It opens. Is. No, on I tell the you what. I help station. you to mop your brow. You know. Oh. What? And I, I help you to say, eh, eh. 
you need to uh, check out self love self exercise go run go uh, go, go run. breathe <laughs> i will i will stop them for you <laughs> be be my uh, live bodyguard hey. oh wow that's a thing that's okay. a thing right there um i don't look too far into the future okay that's one okay. thing so it's interesting with cancer survivors that we live on two timelines that's interesting well, there's a timeline that we have because I am stage four, right? Mm-hmm. And the life expectancy of a stage four cancer survivor is, let's say, X amount of uh, years, okay. right? Say five years or mm-hmm. eight years. And it is what it is. So you kind of like max out those years whilst not stressing too much. So you mm-hmm. plan based on those years. Okay. But then there's also the hope and the optimism of going way longer, right? So yeah. when you plan, it's a bit strange, a little bit, you know, um, of two minds. Okay, do I plan <laughs> for like the next 20, 30 years or mm. do I next plan for the next three to five years? So that's a bit strange. That I'm still trying to figure out. But I think what's next is um, I live from scan to scan right now because mm-hmm. I not, right? right now scan every year. Okay. So we plan up to that scan. Oh. My next scan is um, in October, middle of October, actually. Okay. Ah, yeah. So if I get it all clear, then I plan for a year. Mm. Yeah. If I don't get it all clear, we go in chemo, we kill the thing, and we come back out and we go back into regular programming. Yeah. And that's what it is. And you know what? Cancer is so prevalent right now, which is why you're having this cancer month. Yes. Month, right? Yeah. It's so prevalent. It's everywhere. Like everyone, someone we know might have it. It's true. What? One in four, one in five? Yeah, it's that high. Yeah. So it can't stop us in our march of progress it can't it shouldn't stop us in what we want to do i love that yeah it's a little speed bump yeah right for some that's a nice analogy for others like myself it's not a speed bump it's actually a forked road ah. then i have to decide do i go with regular programming or do i change things radically mm, sure um, it's not about balance of life i know a lot of people say oh must have balance everything in moderation uh, i disagree actually okay with us um, it's a war and mm. in a war, there are winners and losers. I cannot lose mm. in this case. I sure. have to win. Um, and and so, therefore, the things that I do needs to be a little bit on the extreme side. Sure, yeah, sure, sure. If possible. Sure. Um, and you know what? The odds are stacked against us. So, it's always about how do I even out the odds sure. as much as I can. Sure. Yeah. So, in terms of future plans, not a whole lot. Um, but within the year, really one foot in front of another. Enjoy the moment, the Ooh, day, today, yeah. right now yeah. with, with you. Um, that's all that matters. That's wonderful advice, you know, not for just someone going through this uh, similar journey, mm-hmm. but for everyone, you know. Yeah. I think we do take for granted from the day to day after our routine, our, our humdrum. You yeah. know, we lose that, that yeah. sense of appreciation and gratitude and awareness, mm-hmm. uh, you know, of the health, the life that we have around us. Uh, you are such a breath of fresh air, Desmond Tan. I cannot believe it has taken us so long to meet someone as inspiring as you. Hey, don't cut the. <laughs> Sorry. Don't cut Never mind. The mic it's with your a sooner than later. You're finally <laughs> here. Can I ask? Uh, um, yeah. You know, would you like to give a mention to your wife? I mean, she's such mm, an incredible what's her name? support. And Josephine Lowe. Wow. Josephine. Yay. You are all the truths and the wisdom from you. Yeah. 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 No, a lot, a lot, a lot. Like huge amounts from her, really. Mm. really. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I, I did want to say one more thing. Yes. I mean, you said, you know, what's up in the future. There was one thing that I'm hoping. And here's a funny thing, right? With cancer, you. I start off being very vocal about it mm-hmm. because I thought that would help others to be mm. open about it. And then after a while, because I was so vocal, people got 
kind of a little bit like, oh, okay, he's got he's the cancer guy, <laughs> right? So, hey, okay. hi, Desmond. Uh, I'm okay. a two-time cancer survivor. And I say it very, a little bit, maybe too cavalierly. Okay. Yeah. So, sometimes people get a little bit, oh, I don't know how they'll react with that. Mm. Um, <laughs> awkward. Awkward, yeah. So, I realized that, okay, maybe I got to rein that in. But I, I think that comes to a point where we have to normalize talking about that. Sure. Normalize talking about cancer, end-of-life arrangements, and it's part and parcel of life. But mm. these are one of those things that we don't talk enough about. So mm, people like in, people in the Lian Foundation, I mean, they're doing great jobs yeah. and great work, kind of bringing it to the fore in public consciousness. And I think that's an area that I kind of want to bring a little bit more light into. Uh, over and above, trying my best to change culture okay. a little bit, with at least within the film industry and the media mm. industry, to say, hey, we can normalise rest, we can normalise taking breaks that's and really taking good. care of ourselves and yeah. Um, self over profits or self over the production mm. for a while at least mm. yeah, while yeah. still keeping our level of excellence yeah, ah. yeah. I think also because people look at success as you know you working very hard yeah. you you know putting in those extra hours I don't go on holiday I don't take leave and people see this as success oh yeah we gotta I mean, reframe that yeah, yeah. I, 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 I used point. to be like oh man same thing I didn't sleep for three hours I slept for three hours I haven't gone for leave for three years and you wear the like a badge and of I honor, wear like right? a badge of honour yeah. I really realize how wrong I am uh, I was excuse me um, but yeah I'm hoping to change that narrative yeah well Desmond thank you for saying that thank you for letting us put it out there for everyone to tune in on that uh, how can people follow you if they want to follow you because you really are an inspiration quick I got my Instagram ready oh, ah, what okay. is it? Um, I think on Instagram you can go in the blue room in the blue room yeah. okay no E yep in the blue room there's a lot of Desmond Tans out there obviously <laughs> so you can google it I think I come out on page like 4 <laughs> on Google. So in the blue room without the E after the That's B-L-U. Correct. Right? I oh. found you. Ah, You posted okay. about Shanti. Ah. Of so thank you so much for joining us here on The Bright Side. We wish you, you all the very best. Thank you very husband. much. Take care. The Bright Side with Carol, Lavinia and Shazad. Every weekday morning, 6 to 10 a.m. on 1FM 91.3.